0: Welcome to the Slapback Indie Show. What up? Welcome back to the Slapback Indie Show. Uh, I'm Richard. Obviously, I feel like I maybe haven't said that enough. My name is Richard, in case you were wondering. Okay, I'm excited about this one. Again, this is another solo one. It feels good to be back in the rhythm of it. So, honestly, let me peel back the, the curtain and... This is literally the day before. So if you're listening to this tomorrow or Wednesday when it comes out, I literally am doing this just the day before. Uh, if you're listening to this in the future, then I guess it doesn't really matter. But I do want to timestamp it because I'm going to refer to something in just a little bit. So that's why that's there. Okay, so I hope you guys are doing well. It is springtime. feels like springtime here in Nashville. And so I don't know. That comes with like a new sort of life right? It feels good to feel good. Um, And it feels good outside. So we're happy for that. And I'm excited about this because this is a topic that I think we everyone in this space has been hovering over for the past year of figuring it out, right? Like that's really been the move for a lot of us is just figuring out how to keep on keeping on. I think that there is a rhyme and a reason to why we do certain things. Just as humans, as creatives, uh, I think that there's a reason why something like that has a routine. And this is no different. So, obviously, if you have been present at all, you know that we're coming up on about a year in the States here of being locked down. And that has driven a lot of people to figure it out or not and stop what they're doing and go back to something that's a little bit more safe. But for the most part, we have had to figure out exactly what it is that we're doing and how can we keep on doing it? Because obviously this is a podcast that is meant for working creative professionals, working music industry artists and professionals. Obviously there are a ton of hobbyists out there and I am not knocking them at all but I just want to show of how maybe pointed I want this to be like we have a goal of wanting to do what we what we love for money as a living um, and obviously money it ties in a lot of things that make it hard to also be creative right well it doesn't have to be and That's kind of why I wanted to do this sort of episode. So like I was talking about before, like you are a creator for a reason. If you are listening to this, you probably make music. That's most of my audience. You probably make music and you make music for a reason. There was something that had happened in your life or an idea that you had or shit, even a philosophy that maybe you had on your own that turned into what your music is. And that's really cool. I think we all have a specific reason as to why we are into what we're into. Uh, Like I'll put myself in the limelight. I started as a drummer just because I felt it was so much easier for me to understand rhythm before it was to do melody, to be completely transparent. And once I got hooked by that initial part, I also just started having like a meditative state when it came to practicing with it. And it brought this structure to my life that let me really like thoroughly explain ideas and come up with things happening in real time that were initially just a thought. Like that's really my whole reason behind getting behind this. And I would say that that bleeds over into what I do now as doing indie pop production for solo artists and bands, but that's what I do. I do indie pop production and I don't know, it comes from the same spy. It comes from wanting something to happen acoustically or sonically that was once just an idea or just an expression or, you know, like bring something into the real world life is really cool. So that's the reason why I'm doing everything that I'm doing. That's literally the reason why I'm doing this podcast why I do any of the other content that you may see is because it allows me to do that. It allows me to work with indie artists uh, on their songs and make something real come to life. Like that sounds super cheesy, and that I'm saying it out loud, but it's true. Um, and so I know that if I have that, people with wildly different experiences and different backdrops and upbringings all have this point that made them turn to do what it is that you do you could be a singer you could be a guitar player you could do mastering work there's a reason for all of it and so I'm not going to necessarily dive into what the reasoning of what you do means or anything like that Um, I think that goes down a rabbit hole that is just way too specific for everyone but I do want to emphasize a point on this and this is maybe like the devil's advocate sort of side But I know that if you're a creator and you do this for that reason, whatever it is, to make noise, blah, 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 it could be anything. Your next level of figuring out like the hierarchy of needs here is, okay, so what is the things that you have to do in order to keep doing that? There has to be some sort of lifeblood. And again, if you're listening to this, that's probably revenue. So I mentioned earlier that I wanted to timestamp this episode because I literally made a post today about the stimulus money that's coming out in the States here, at least. Uh, If you're international, I'm super sorry, but this theory can still apply just to any sort of capital at all. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably wanna make money with what your creative passion is, and that's okay. I think that that's better than okay. I think that it's a good thing in order for high-value art to come out into the world. That's really cool. So how do you figure out what it is that gets you to do that? How do you figure it out what it is that gets you a client or gets a listener or a fan to buy merch or Patreon member? Anything that helps you make revenue. Sync placements, I would throw that in there too. Anything that makes you make revenue in order to keep doing what it is that you're doing, you also now need to figure out how that works outside of your creative passion, which uh, I would say is working for yourself or for your art, your music, whatever it is. Um, in the business world, they say working for your business, but you need to develop something to work on your business. Um, or on your creative craft, or on your music, on your art. You need to work on the process of making that happen. So, what do I mean? That's a great question. I was starting to get way too meta. So, what I mean with it is that there are requirements that you have, that you need to meet every single day in order to keep living your life. And so, I kind of want to put this through some steps, uh, maybe as like a, a numbered list, if you will. I think first things first, you need to figure out what is the life that you want out of all of this. Picture it. Literally imagine what it is. If you want to be making songs on the beach side in California, that's okay. And build something out, like build out what it is that that life looks like and then just start reverse engineering how to get there. So I'll use myself as an example. Like I've said before, I live here in Nashville with my wife. We have two dogs. We do love it here. Nashville is a great city, and we also like traveling. So I think my perfect life looks like us being able to travel when we want or be here, be present in Nashville when we want, and to be able to have a steady flow of clients that not only pay my bills, but also fulfill me creatively, that's really important for me. So what are the next steps that I needed to figure out in order to keep maintaining this dream that I have, right? Well, it definitely comes down to money. You need to be able to have a way to make income in order to pay your bills and to save up money to make this happen. So that's coming up with, that's more of your business plan or your your strategy as an artist because I know it's not necessarily it's a business but not a business I get it the point is is that you still need to figure out what it is that is going to make that happen and then the next step is okay so when that money does start coming in what happens with it right does it all go to the gear that you really want to afford probably not I mean that'll be great in the moment I think your spikes of dopamine will be wonderful but you're still gonna feel like an asshole and after your credit card comes through and you can't pay it, like that that part sucks. So you need to also figure out how can I knock my expenses down to get rid of my debt in order for me to keep living this dream even longer. That's an important one. And then once you have that system sort of figured out, you're gonna start hitting like a bottleneck where you're doing all of this work all for yourself and it is literally draining you. And the next step is to figure out, like, eliminate any unnecessary things that you just don't need in your life. Um, Sometimes it can be rough, and this is where I'm maybe a little bit more biased towards minimalism and being a little bit more intentional. But I believe that if something is truly not providing you value, then you need to make the active effort to go get rid of it. Get it out of your life, out of your workspace, out of your mental capacity, so that you can keep your your eyes clearly on what it is that is important to you. Um, having that hindsight all the way through is really nice. Like, there's a reason why hindsight 2020 is a saying, is because it would be really nice to always have that hindsight. So, putting yourself in that position, you will just be thanking yourself down the line. And then, even after you eliminate some of these tasks and things that you just have to do, you're still going to have some stuff that is left over. You're going to have maybe some items on your to-do list that still need to be manually done, but you don't have to do them. And this is a perfect point in that hierarchy like that I was talking about of being able to bring people on board with you, create a collective goal with them of what to accomplish. And then if you are both able to work toward the same goal and it's A relationship where you can be interdependent when you're working with someone um, like you're helping them out and they are helping you out then it really kind of creates this uh, this one this chemistry between your work and it comes through in the final product once things are you can tell have been organized all the way through but then two it takes that workload off of your own mental capacity of things that you need to get done and let me use a real life example this is a big spot in the process with artists that I work with where they feel like they need to bring someone else on board can anyone open up their laptop if they have a mac and open GarageBand? yes 100% but are you going to spend the time to learn what every single as they always said in like audio school what every single knob does I don't know some people are But then once you figure out that knob, are you going to be able to figure out how to create backups of your audio files? And are you going to then be able to figure out how to set up your master bus signal processing, right? So there's all of these like rabbit holes. And this is just within music production. That doesn't even start with any A&R, any playlist submissions, any marketing materials, like There are all these like devastating rabbit holes and traps almost through this process of what an artist has to go through in order to create art that if you do it all on your own, it's fine. And like you've heard a lot of the guests that I've had, it's important to know, have a rough idea of what that process looks like and going through it for yourself for the first few times. It's a great way to figure out what are the pain points on you. But continually stressing into that because of this DIY ethic will cause not only just burnout, but it's going to cause a harm in your final product, in your music, and inherently what's important to you. So the whole point of this is that nobody else is going to figure it out for you. That's quite literally the title of the podcast episode. You need to figure this shit out on your own. You need to be... This is like the CEO mindset, right? Like with businesses, they know every single capacity of what the business does, even if they don't do it themselves. That is eventually what you want to be able to build with is being the CEO of your art. I guess that sounds lame as shit, but I don't know. It's it's the best thing that I got right now, okay? Maybe it's a springtime air. I'm not sure. So all I say to that is that you need to figure it out because no one else is going to do it for you and you can have the success or the the gratitude the fame whatever it is that you're dreaming for or that you have set up in your what your perfect life looks like that's available you just need to figure out the chess match to be able to get there you can't sit on the side and say this chess match is dumb and I don't really like it That's not going to help you figure it out. That's not going to help anyone else figure it out. And at the end of the day, it's going to be harmful to your music. My chest feels a lot lighter now. (laughs) So, okay, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, I'm excited for my next few episodes that I have coming up. Hopefully, I'm not recording them the day before, but we'll see. Um, All aside, I hope you guys are having a great Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. And I want to hear from you guys. Like, if this is something that is helpful to you, and if there's a topic that you would like to have covered feel free to like reach out to me i'm usually on instagram at richard at rr you can spell out richard at rr and it'll literally bring you there cool thanks guys links all up in the show notes for everything and have a great wednesday thanks